welcome to Wake Up with Wesley. I'm Wesley. It's a solo today. So, um, okay, so this solo was inspired by a DM I got recent, kind of recently. And it asked, uh, Wesley, what do you believe God is now? And are you Christian? <laughs> Pretty straightforward, right? Um, to be honest, I've gotten this exact question in a variety of different ways about every day. And honestly, it just it feels like a trap for me to ever answer or even talk about here because I feel like my thoughts about spirit and about God and about why we're even here, they change as I change. They grow and expand or retract as I grow or I retract. And on this day, it was just recently, for whatever reason, I was in the DM responding mode, which is highly unusual for me. But I I was just like kind of like on autopilot, just like writing things out, getting back to people. And I started writing out my thoughts on this one to this person specifically. And I stopped in the middle of writing back to reread what I wrote. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't ever send this. Um, and I remember screenshotting it. I have the screenshot. So here's like a little snippet of what I said. It was like, hi, my thoughts about God can at any time change as fast as the wind changes direction. Right now, it feels warming to me to lean into the belief that God is pure energy made up of sacred geometry and particles and atoms that travel through vibrations and sound frequencies. This is source energy. With each passing year, the universe and the mysteries that are behind it all become just a little bit more mathy for me than I can ever properly articulate. But it's feeling like, oh, no, I said, but it's a feeling that feels both true and inexplainable to me. And even now as I'm writing this, it sounds cold and not personal. Like, how is math God? Math God? And then I just stopped. I stopped. This is when I was like, what am I saying? Um, I never sent it for obvious reasons. Like, it doesn't, it just, it doesn't make sense to talk about. But it is true for me. It's a felt sense in my body that feels true. And like I said in that DM, it also feels like it could sound cold and not personal and stoic. Like how, and and contradictory, because how could quantum physics, like math, care about me personally? Because I also believe that, that God, source, cares about me personally. And in a debate, I think I'd freaking lose this this argument about this thought. Like, there's too many gaps. There's too many inconsistencies, too many things I can't explain and that I don't know for sure. But then again, I feel like, isn't that the whole point? I think it's designed to be a mystery. Um, just recently, I was watching this documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called A Trip to Infinity. It's a documentary about infinity, like the number, like the infinite numbers on Netflix right now. And it was just talking a lot about math and numbers in general. Like the idea of infinity is such a trip, you guys, when you really go down that rabbit hole. And this whole time I'm watching this show, it was to me blaring like, oh, God, this is God. Infinity is God. But the show was definitely about math. And it just, it makes perfect sense in my mind. Um, I don't know. There's just some mysteries and there's some inconsistencies with 
mathematicians, when they really try to get into solving equations, when infinity is thrown into the loop, like they cannot solve certain equations with infinity, which to me points to the fact that the questions we have about infinity and God maybe aren't meant to be solved. Maybe they're just meant to be pondered upon, wondered about, like the mystery is the allure. It's the great unknown. It's it's what keeps me continuously coming back because even if we think we know, we we don't. It's all just really a theory, a guess, or maybe a wish or a belief that feels good to us. And then we try to loop in logic and we try to make sense out of the nonsensical. And then and then we have debates and arguments about those thoughts, which create divisions, which creates wars all over theories and beliefs. And that's why I didn't send that DM that day because who really knows, right? But I'll tell you what, when you start looking into the past, into ancient civilizations like Egypt, for example, and they have hieroglyphics and and books that are basically like exact patterns of sacred geometry. They had the stars mapped out and how with what technology, like they talk about a net that held everything together in time space, which in today's world, like our scientists, they call, they call it dark matter or gravity. They were talking about the same things and it all makes sense. And then you look into Buddhism and that makes sense. And I find truth there. And then you look into Taoism and and that makes sense. And I find truth there. And then the story of Christ, which I believe really happened. I, I believe he knew the powers of the energy body that we all possess and harness in himself. And he was an ascended master, a master at th- this craft. And then politics got involved and royally manipulated his messaging. They used his messaging for their profit, for their gain, and for control. And then you start looking at quantum physics today. You cannot deny the spirituality in in it all uh, about the different planes of reality. And I think Everyone is talking about the same thing in their own way, even now. Um, what's happening to us and and especially our youth with like TikTok and the way that we're sharing information and, and the pandemic, this wave of people waking up to energy, the law of physics, like the law of attraction, the power of the mind-body connection, how to alter our own consciousness through different tools and modalities as simple as breath. And I'm I'm watching in real time what's happening and this has happened since the beginning of time where people start to like praise and glorify the tools used to help them in their conscious expansion, consciousness expansion. People start to get um, up in arms, dogmatic, judgmental. They get weird. You guys, people get weird. We get superstitious. It creates division. There's camps about all this stuff, but they use things like, I mean, this is science manifestation. Let's say um, people start to to understand this stuff and then practice it, and then they find themselves richer, thinner, um, or in whatever better way they want to be better. But like you guys, it's just math. It's science. It's quantum physics. Like attracts like. Certain vibrations or frequency pair up with like vibrations or frequencies. But we put morality around these things. And it's just another way to proselyte like the prosperity gospel to me. Like I 
Like I changed my thoughts and beliefs. And now look at me. I've got yada, yada, yada. I make this much now. I manifested this connection. And I'm like, cool. Because for real, it is so freaking cool to me. I love seeing it for people for real. But I almost want to be like, yo, um, let's call it what it is. Because that's not a connection to source or God. You're raising your vibration, which, which means you became a vibrational match for other higher vibrational things to come to you. But what spirituality is to me is a connection to the divine, the ultimate divine, the source that initiated it all. I call it God, source, but the divine, I mean, I like calling it divinity the most. And so it's it's fun to start out doing this work and, and it's fun to play around with energy. Do it. I want to encourage anyone and everyone, start doing the things to act like to, to raise your vibration right now. It's amazing and it works. Manifestation, it's real. Raise your frequency, it's real. It will change your physical life. But is it actually spirituality or is it just another tool to get closer to spirit? These are the questions you you gotta ask yourself, like, because to me it's a tool. And then um the work is honoring in your own little special cocktail mixture mixture of connection to the divine. Like for me, it takes a blend of mind, body, and spirit tools, practices, and a dedication to to getting there, like discipline. And to get there, <clears throat> for me, I've learned that less is more. So I've I've cut out middlemen. I've cut out objects. It's just like, it's me, myself, my intent, my breath, and my daily practices that I'm dedicated to. I'm disciplined. And I I sit down each morning and I journal, um, much like the morning pages. I just brain dump. I try to empty out all the have-tos, want-tos, ruminating thoughts. I just get it out on paper. I'm like, bleh, word vomited out. Just get it out of my head. And then once once my mind is a little clearer, it's never thoughtless. People get that way wrong. It's never thoughtless, but like just the blaring loud, blah, the blinking sirens of my mind, I get it out. And then once I do that, I, I tend to breathe. I tap into my physical body. I notice what I'm feeling. And then I pray. I pray every single day. Um, I have a whole thing on prayer and it's intent. So prayer to me is intent. Intention is very important. It's how I live my life. I clearly state my intent in these prayers, what I'm grateful for, um, what I most desire. And then I ask for guidance. I ask for inspiration. I ask for clear signaling to come to me. And then I ask for my awareness to be keenly observant to these signs or signals. Um, I end my prayer and I meditate. I usually quiet myself, I quiet my mind. I let go of any and all expectations. And then I just simply observe what comes up. And then I take whatever comes up as God. Like that's the connection. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes a lot of the time it's nothing. It's just peaceful stillness. And all of it's good. Even the bad parts of it, they're actually good too because it's it's point, it's showing you information about yourself. So it's funny. It's funny to have a podcast and really a life dedicated to diving into all these different facets of spirituality. And it's not lost on me that while I love exploring it all and learning about it all, there is no avenue I do not go down. But I'm I'm like taking in all these different ways and beliefs and modalities and tools of spirituality. And then 
what I've boiled my life down to is like mine is the most basic, rudimentary, elementary as it comes. It's simple. It's so simple. Pardon the interruption. Today's episode is brought to you by Element. So Element is my favorite ever electrolyte brand. I use it each and every day. Um, I start out each morning by filling up a huge water jug. I throw in whatever packet, whatever flavor of Element I've got at the moment. And then I keep that water jug out all day. But right after I do that, I try to chug as much water filled with Element as my stomach will hold. And then that lets me know right off the bat, I'm starting out my days hydrated. I love taking electrolytes because they're just important. They're important for everybody. They are proven to help eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and all other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. Um, Electrolytes are so important because they help facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, like the conduction of nerve impulses, hormone regulation, nutrient absorption, and our body's fluid balance. Like I give this stuff to my kids. It's it's a fundamental part of my daily health routine. And this also has to be said, it's a clean product. There's no BS. It's just straight up great ingredients, the right ratio. You're not getting anything weird in here. So right now, Element is offering my listeners, you guys, a free sample pack with any purchase order. So that's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash Wesley. So this deal is only available through my link, guys. So you must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash Wesley. Element offers a no questions asked refund. So so try it totally risk free. If you don't like it, share it with a little salty friend of yours and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. So you got nothing to lose. Let's talk about Ned CBD. So I've gotten a lot of DMs asking about my routines, all of them, my nighttime, my morning time, my food routine, my supplement routine. So let me introduce to you all the biggest part of my nighttime routine, which is Ned CBD. So I've been taking my CBD drops every single night for the past three years. And I love it because Ned CBD is a great supplement for nervous system support. And I've noticed that using Ned has greatly improved my sleep. So the quality of my sleep is better, which allows my body to adjust more easily and seamlessly into the parasympathetic, which is like the the rest and digest nervous system response. And I love Ned because it's a full spectrum hemp oil. This is like, don't even be messing with other, like you have to have full spectrum which means it's it's chuck full of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. So these all nourish our body's endocannabinoid system. So that offers functional support to our sleep, our stress, our inflammation, and our balance. You gotta try it out. So go to helloned.com slash Wesley or enter code Wesley at checkout and you get 15% off any purchase. So that's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash Wesley to get 15% off and a huge thank you to Ned for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Now, let's get back to the show. I mean, I got to talk about spiritual manipulation because I keep my spiritual practices as basic as they can be because, because it feels warming to me and my nervous system. 
It feels safe and I feel grounded. I feel present in my body and my mind and my soul. Right now, I mean, not even right now, forever and always, but like it's really easy. It's accessible right now. Like there's so much information out there these days. Light codes, light languages, mediums, psychics, channels, medicines, crystals, cards, religions, people in power. Like at any one day I'm getting bombarded by all this messaging, just like you're getting bombarded. It's so much stuff, you guys. And after so many years of being immersed in it all, I mean, this is my career, I know that too much is always too much of good things too. Like, and anything that makes me feel flighty or takes me out of being like a grounded, present human being, I I don't bring those into my religious, spiritual practices. So it's like, okay, like let's give an example. So people love, God, let's say like past life regressions like that. I've done it. It was wild, by the way. Like I believe, I know I've lived many past lives. Like a lot of them, I'm an old broad, an ancient soul. Really, I've been around the block a time or two. But um, living there in those spaces, in this lifetime, I have to ask myself, what does it do for me? Because nothing, quite literally nothing. Um, Because I can think I'm meant to be living this life and dipping into other timelines, like, or it can cause like a hyper fixation in me. And I don't feel like that's healthy for me. So I don't really do it. I've experienced it and it's like a cool experience. And then I, and then I move on or like, let's say starseed stuff. So this is a story for you. Like I'm a starseed. I know I am one. I did a medicine journey where, uh, (laughs) it was like, oh my God, I just realized this was mathy too. And I didn't even put that together. It was like a laser protractor. You know, those protractors in math, It was like a device was in my mouth, scanning my teeth and my jaw bones, and then it shot a beam out, out of my mouth into the sky, and it was like, bing, 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 like, here's your home, here's the star system you're from, and God, I just realized that was mathy too, it was all so mathy, and that was so real for me, but what's also real for me is not letting that information take over my life, because right now I'm human. And if I'm here, I think I chose to be. And I I think I'm meant to be here. I think I'm meant to be present and not meant to be bent out of shape because humaning is hard and, and it's an extremely dense frequency to live in. And it's like, yeah, I well, I'm here. And I choose to really be here, to stay as grounded in this human experience as possible. And it's hard when there's so many distractions out there. So... These things like mediumship, psychics, tarot, and all the ways people connect, they're so fascinating to me. And I I love testing them out. And because for me, it's fun and I enjoy it. I connect with lots of different people and it's just fully interesting. But ultimately, that's just it. It's fun. It's play. It's connection. It's meeting people. Um, But if I really want to know something about myself, I have found that the most potent medicine is when I turn inwards, upwards. I don't go to middlemen. If I think if you are someone who does often, like say you have an insatiable appetite. We all know those people. I mean, there's times when I've dipped into this, when I felt powerless and I'm like, oh, I got to find an energy healer. I got to, I got to go to this person for this or basically what you're, you're seeking a deeper understanding. Um, 
And I think that appetite, that insatiable hunger towards going to someone who might know more than you, what it's actually doing, what that hunger is pointing you to is actually your gifting, your purpose. Like if you can't get enough of your tarot card reader or your energy healer or your psychic, maybe that's pointing you to start learning to read tarot for yourself. Maybe that's pointing you to or pushing you to start learning about the energy body for yourself. Maybe play with mediumship for yourself. Do you see? Like our interests are always pushing us to our own natural gifting. We are our own healers ultimately every single time. I think that's what Christ was saying all along. The kingdom of he- of heaven is inside you. He it, he didn't say the kingdom of heaven resides in your uh, channeler or your light language person or your priest or your chapel or your crystals. He said it's in you. But, but it's hard to find the kingdom of heaven inside ourselves, right? Like this is why we're all having a hard time. So we go to the healers. We go to the retreats. We go to our bishops. We go, we, we, we do these things to kick it off. And, and all of those are loving connections and deeply potent and powerful pattern interruptions, that's the key. You got to do something different to create a different life. So it's a pattern interruption to help us do the work ourselves to find that connection that we're seeking. So it's good, right? It's all good. But I get weary and I won't want to warn. I'm like, here I am. Like, I feel like on my high horse, like don't start worshiping the tools or the practices. Instead, start honoring yourself. Because in the honoring of self, you start to honor others. And naturally, you start to see God in yourself and in others as well. And in that, you start honoring God deeper. And then that connection grows, just like a muscle at the gym when you work out. Our connection to the, to the divine strengthens when our connection to self is honored and respected. Know thyself. Heal thyself. And also, like, I feel a duty to say publicly, like, we're in a weird, weird world, <laughs> freaking weird. The spiritual spaces, it's not regulated and it should never be. We should be sovereign beings. But with that requires a certain level of discernment. We, we all have to practice and hone in because, because the spiritual community is no different than the used car cell salesman community. It's, it's no different than the halls of our high school. Like in any and every public space, you will come upon people in integrity with a pure, good, wholesome intent and gifting. And, and you will come upon people completely out of integrity with an ugly intent who are there to manipulate, to take from wolves hidden in sheep's clothing in every facet of our life. And while it like it pains me to say this, but I believe there are more wolves hidden in sheep's clothing in the spiritual communities than in other, any other community. I believe there's more spiritual manipulation going on here than I've ever seen before in my life. So that's why I keep it ultra personal, ultra slim. I don't take other people's word for anything. Um, If something deeply resonates that someone else says about me or to me, like in this spiritual space, then I take it loosely. I hold it. And then I take it to God. And we talk about it, me and God. And then I ask like, hey, is this for me to hold? Or is this for me to let go? Is that just like a cool experience? Or is there something for me to look into here? And I usually get feedback. But I can tell you that I don't let just anybody work on me 
physically, energetically, or spiritually. Like I don't, I don't walk into just any medicine space with anyone. Um, I vet and I vet and I vet some more these days. I'm not impulsive. I'm deeply thoughtful about who I interact with on an energetic level or, and even to what information I will even take into my psyche. I've, I have boundaries around that because if it's fear-based, it's a no for me, bro. If it's division-based, it's a no for me. If you have to be dogmatic or perfect in any way, it's a no for me. If it makes me feel flighty or ungrounded or not safe, it, it's if it's not rooted in this time-space reality, it's a no for me. And there's no judgment about how others... Um, I guess, are where other people park their cars here and live in these spaces. Even if it's a no for me, I can respect that it's a, it's a full-on yes for others. This is, it's why, it's why connection to spirit or the divine has to be so personal because it can't look like others who maybe you even aspire to be like, you know? Like it has to look like your connection, your truth. What feels warming to you when you think about this stuff? What... What further strengthens your connection to self and to the mysteries that that be when you start asking yourself these questions and tapping into how you feel about, about it all? That's kind of your answer, right? Like that's kind of your like own personal map. This is how you make this custom. And for some people, they feel safety and warmth in the chapels with rules and structures and middlemen. And I genuinely have found a respect for the way that they find connection. And for others, it's tapping into their alien selves, their past lives, their whatever, their star seeds. And I have genuinely found a respect for the way that they find their connection. But for me, it's about being grounded and sovereign and present here now. Being as here now as humanly possible. It's about finding the powers that are inside myself and amplifying them, acknowledging them, leaning into my own self. Knowing myself is my spiritual practice because, because the more I become to know myself, the more I become to know God. And the more I tap into my physical body, then I believe it becomes more sensitive to picking up on the energies that created worlds, galaxies. Like I actually believe our organs are designed to pick up things that our senses cannot in this reality. Like right now we think our pancreas is like about sugar. I don't, I, I don't, I could be way wrong, but I think there's something more there. Like the things that we cannot hear, smell, taste, feel, see, like our senses, I think our bodies can actually pick up on it. So, so in honoring the body and the mind, I believe it strengthens our spirit. And when our relationship is strong with our spirit body, I believe that the connection to the divine is strengthened. Um, I also don't think that just certain people are special and they have it and other people don't. I believe we all harness this. If you have a body, you have this. And, and some are more attuned to it than others simply because they actively work on it. They tap into it. It's like a louder, louder thing for them, a louder signaling in their body. They, they strengthened their spiritual muscles, so to speak. So I don't know. It's an interesting thing for me. I've gotten it enough that I I knew I needed to speak on it. So I think we'll just, we'll end here. And I just, I want, I maybe, maybe here's your little motivation to, to start asking yourself what type of connection you want to create to strengthen your own specific connection to self and to the divine. And 
have fun figuring it out, guys. I'd love to <laughs> love to hear what you think. And just come back next week. See ya. Bye.